Okay. Hello, everybody. Okay, welcome to Lucy's Unsolicited Life, episode two. Um, hopefully, this goes much smoother than the previous episodes. Um, I have a little playlist going in the background. Ooh, they're organized. Yes, yes, yes. Um, I'm actually going to turn it on a little bit. Just one. Um, uh, we're starting out with Tyler, uh, of course, because he's my favorite artist of all time. Um, but this is nothing new. I am obsessed. I am in love. And you know what? So what? Um, I'm not because the audio picks up a lot heavier with my voice than it does um, my Alexa, which is, oh, hold on. Sorry, guys, she was activated. Um, then it does. So if you can't hear it very well, I'm sorry. I'm still figuring this shit out. So now, updates. So first episode that you all listened to, thank you so much was filmed a few hours ago and since then i'm gonna uh film it tonight and then schedule it hopefully to be uploaded tomorrow um if not i'll just manually upload it um and everything went pretty smooth uh i know one clip um repeated itself that was an accident and it did end abruptly that was my bad and like I said, I was recording in five-minute increments, and it really sucked, and it was really hard. Um, but we're getting past it. I'm not going to dwell on it because wasted time. Um, so, okay, I have a list of things that I want to talk about because, obviously, I get sidetracked because this is a podcast. But also, um, I think it's kind of important to have a general idea of things that I want to talk about. Um, adding on to that, if I pause, please just like bear with me. I'm trying to stop saying um and uh, stutter as much because I um, understand that it can be annoying. It's not that I am just like some stupid teenager like um 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 i'm genuinely just getting my thoughts together so please bear with me um okay so oh i know where i will start so currently i'm holding two spell jars uh and the people who are not into wicca or crystals or paganism definitely are listening to this and they're like did that motherfucker oh okay that's great did that motherfucker just say a spell jar you know what susan you know what? I fucking did. What are you going to do about it, huh? Hmm? Nothing. Um, That was a little overdramatic. But you know what? Who cares? I think it's actually really funny that they're called spell jars too. Because they're really more so just physical manifestations where you put a lot, guys, a lot of energy, intuition, and subconscious waves of your thoughts into them. And it is literally just a physical manifestation. But it's called a spell jar. And I think it's almost super funny. Um, like if I go up to somebody and they see like I have one um, on a necklace. It's so cute. And they're like, oh my God, what necklace is that? Did you make it? Yeah, it's a spell. 
a spell yeah what do you how old i'm 15. are you where's your where's your dead my dad's dead are you looking for my mom she's she's calling my aunt yeah this is a spell you want one um okay have a good day um dead dad jokes ha 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 are you laughing ha ha laugh louder i wish i could hear you okay um but yeah i have two spell jars one is an intuition jar which i really just set to <coughs> excuse me Ooh, that cough is a little wet oh i just dropped my spell jar how ironic i write that cough on a scale of at a mm, three out of ten what was i saying oh this is so funny oh so i have a spell jar for intuition to help enhance my intuition. I'm really trying to pay more attention to energy and people's vibes and body language. I don't think your intuition is this magical thing. I think it's really just based off of how well and also how much you can read people. Um, I've always been super wrapped up with myself because I kind of always have a lot going on. I'm constantly anxious. I'm constantly thinking about like what I have to do next. So I'm not really concerned with other people's body language. I'm concerned about their well-being or what's going on in their life. But something as simple as body language, I just never have understood why it was important. And therefore, I've gotten myself into many, many mm, toxic situations. Because if somebody's looking you in the eye and saying that they love you and they um, want you to trust them, but their energy and their body language doesn't reflect that, then chances are they don't mean it and they're lying. I don't really know when people are lying though. Um, I kind of struggle with social cues. Not every single social cues. Again, it's really situational and also personal. It's not like every person that has um, social cue issues can't pick up on this like whole worldwide social cue, you know. Um, but for me, a lot of the times I struggle with like what people are thinking. I think people are mad at me all the time. Sometimes even something as simple as humor, I can't understand um, when people are being sarcastic and also going along with that, somebody will make a joke and I genuinely will find it funny, but I know this sounds so fucked up, but I won't laugh. And it's more so just me acknowledging that that was a intellectual comment that they had made. And sometimes it can seem all, um, as if I'm coming off rude, but I'm really not. Um, it's not too bad though. I don't think anybody's ever come up to me and said like, you're so mean. Um, recently, I did get told that I came off a little intimidating, which guys, I am so happy about. I was always treated as like the ugly duckling. Nobody ever took me serious about anything. I could be hysterically crying in a panic attack and people would brush it off of their shoulders as if nothing was happening, as if my feelings didn't matter. Um, and the fact that somebody said that I came off like that really was so validating because it really just solidified the fact of how safe I felt 
within my own skin and my personality. In the background, we got some SZA. Mm -hmm. Just listen for a second. Yeah. Um, the song is called Doves in the Wind. Um, it's actually one of my favorite songs by her um, because she reclaims the word um, pussy because pussy is used in such a negative way. It's Our society is so hypocritical. People are always like, women are so strong, like girls support girls. And then somebody refuses to ask their crush out or somebody quits their job because they can't take the hours and it's your pussy but it why it's it's so stupid um and i'm a little hypocritical with it as well because i have called people a pussy but it's kind of different it's like um because i'm um an afab it's different it's almost like reclaim it like subconsciously reclaiming it uh oh quickly i am going to define what i just said so um afab uh afab is just a little what's it called an acronym or where it's like every letter of the first word is made into one so it's like assigned female at birth um and then also correlating with that assigned male at birth is amab um i'm assigned female at birth because I got a cootie cat. Uh, yeah, that's a little... I think that was a little out of pocket. It's okay. It's okay. Um, but yeah, I'm AFAB. Uh, people who were assigned male at birth obviously don't have a pussy and shouldn't really be calling people it as a negative way. And so many pick-me boys are like, I respect women. Uh... No, you don't. No, you don't. You tell me that I throw like a girl. And that girls aren't good at sports and can't run track. Shut the fuck up. But this should just be, this podcast should just be called Lucy and her 101 reasons why she hates men. Don't cancel me, guys. Don't cancel me. I obviously don't actually hate men. Um, my therapist is a man. He's great. I've been, um, having sessions with him for 10 years. Uh, yep. You heard that 10 years. Shawty got trauma. Um, but I handle it well. Um, I don't think I've ever met somebody who has said that their first impro- uh, impression, my apologies, of me was my mental health trauma and PTSD. So that's a check. That's a check mark. Um, but I just really struggle with the way, uh, society treats men. I think also it correlates to my connection to masculinity. Also being hand in hand with my connection to femininity. And because of the fact that I have felt both so almost like polar at such different and drastic times because I I have a connection to both femininity, femininity, androgyny, and masculinity because of my gender identity. And when I feel feminine, I feel 
powerful in a way, but also I feel almost this sense of innocence, which is a beautiful thing. I think that people need to stop saying that kids shouldn't be innocent after. Hold on, got a burp. Ooh, that was good. That was good. Um, kids shouldn't like have innocence after like fifth grade. Like, I do think things like Santa Claus is stupid because it's setting unrealistic expectations up for children. And I think that children, we really don't judge them equally enough because these, again, like I said in episode one, you're raising people, but their innocence is bliss. And so, so many children go through things that people cannot imagine. And I think that if they need to learn things on their own, they should. Um, Because really being forced to grow up is not as as fun as it seems. Okay, I'm gonna make my music up a little bit. I'm gonna take a sip of water. Hope that's okay, guys. Okay, thanks. Thanks for the little break. I appreciate it. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I feel like I had to grow up super young and everyone, the saying, uh, you have an old soul. I used to always take as a compliment because I saw elders or just really people that are older than me as icons really more than people. And because people would say to me, you have such an old soul. I felt on par with them. But then I, as I grew up just a little bit, obviously I have so much more growing up to do. I really was like, I missed out on so much just to be called an old soul. But um, yeah, I think it has to do with my schooling a little bit. Um, Oh, the public school system going along with that. Definitely interesting. Um, I switched to public school in seventh grade and at first, okay, okay, I will say this. The private schools that I went to versus the public school, the public school was astronomically better. There was no POC in the private school. Not saying that the public school is much better, but there at least were some like Indian kids, some Asian kids, not many black people, but like at least a little bit of diversity, which was so nice just to see like people that you see every day on the street and not have to be surrounded by rich white assholes. Assholes, guys. No offense. No offense. If you went to school with me, no, you didn't. No, you didn't. I smelled so bad. I smelled so bad. And I used to, oh my God, every single day that it would be a field day in the morning, I would hysterically cry to my mom because I hated field. Normalize hating field days. Fuck the field days. Fuck them. No, they were not fun. And you never got to pick the icicle pop flavor. It was fucking horrible and I had to get like the ugly like the grape ones ew no I wanted the blue or like the cherry ones or the green ones at least and I hated the orange if you like orange flavor 
guys, I'm sorry, but there's something wrong with you. And like, I hated the way the kids interacted on field day and every all the popular kids would always have so much fun because they were always athletic and pretty. And it always made me so insecure and I never had any friends. And I hated them. And everybody always is like, field day was the best part of middle school or elementary school. And it's like, no, you're no, it wasn't. It wasn't. And like the amount of insecurity that it gave me was totally unnecessary. It really was. Um, Thankfully, now I have confidence because if I didn't, Lord knows what I would be doing with my life. Um, Not to say I do much. Anyway, I don't really, I don't really fuck with school. My teachers don't like me because I don't turn and work. But um, I believe that time is money. And let's say I'm rich. I'm rich. I'm a billionaire. I'm Jeff Bezos. Who wants to eat me? Like eat the rich. Get it? Are you laughing? Hold on. I'm taking a piece. Oh, a piece. What? I'm taking a sip of water. This Mr. Playing. Yeah, guys, I'm Jeff Bezos. I own Amazon and you can suck my dick if you're a minor. I'm kidding. I don't think he has any sexual assault charges, but let's be honest, I wouldn't be surprised if he did anyway. Um, I was talking to this person the other day, and we were, I didn't actually want to talk politics, but she had brought it up, and she was saying that she thinks that things should, quote, stay the way they are, and that the rich, the rich shouldn't be taxed. I think that taxes are stupid. Granted, hold on, burp number two. Um, granted, I've never paid a tax, but you know what? Who cares? Let's just pretend I'm like a 23-year-old millennial who goes home every Saturday night at 8 p.m., opens a whole bottle of red wine, and cries to the notebook, um, missing her ex, right? Let's pretend I'm her and I have a minimum wage job where I work nine to fives, and every Sunday I take my Mm, golden Labrador to the dog park. So let's pretend I pay taxes. That was so detailed. This is why I'm a great podcaster. I know you all were visualizing that in your head. You can say thank me. You can thank me. But I just think that if we have to pay taxes, because I've seen how much people have struggled with paying taxes because it's a lot of fucking money and it takes money out of your goddamn paycheck that you probably busted your goddamn ass for unless you're Jeff Bezos. No, 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 oh, no, no, no. This uh, podcast should be called Lucy and her, ooh, did we hear that? Lucy and her, no, let's not misgender me. Lucy and their 101 reasons why they hate Jeff Bezos. I do that actually all the time. I always use she, her, um, probably because- I respond to it so much because I don't, in um, controlled and professional and household situations, I allow people to use she, her, because actually in most of those situations, I'm not out as they, them. Um, uh, And sometimes I slip up, which I give myself a pass. But anyways, going back to the tax thing, sorry, sorry. Um, If one person has to pay it, the other person does too. Just because you have a lot of money and you probably can buy 
a private restaurant and like meet Gordon Ramsay at like your Thanksgiving dinner like doesn't mean shit. Oh, guys, guys, hold on. We got the Frank. Mm-hmm. Yep, Frank Ocean in the back. Period. Um, yeah, I just I don't really understand taxes. Um, so I think that's all I'm gonna speak on that topic because I have no interest in being educated on that because I know for the rest of my life I'm gonna have to deal with that. But you know what? It's okay. Um let's see. I had asked a few people what they wanted to hear me. Sorry, I'm right now I'm itching my lip. It's a little itchy. I don't know why. <laughs> um I had asked a few people what they wanted to hear me talk about. Um and I got a few things. <gasps> You know what I want to talk about, guys? Hold on. Put your seatbelts on. Nicki Minaj. Okay. To all my barbs out there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Can I get a round of applause for the barbs? That's that's what Nicki Minaj sta- um, stands are called, barbs. Nicki Minaj was ahead of her game a decade ago. You're talking about a bitch that has gone through everything like um a black female rapper in an industry dominated by white men and i'm not talking about um the rap industry but the record industry listen i don't know much about it but i know enough to tell you that they are not um ones to be fucked with And the fact that Nicki Minaj, after all of this goddamn time, is still on top of her game? Uh Uh-huh, yeah. Yes, bitch. Yeah. And she's really not that problematic. Wait, didn't she have beef? I think she had beef with Miley Cyrus, like, a few years ago. Oh, my God. What's good, Miley? That's, oh. What's good, Miley? I can't do a Nicki Minaj impression. I always think about that one clip. Do you guys know what I'm talking about? Probably not. Um, but she's never really had much drama. Um, the one thing that I will say about her, though, and the only reason I'm saying this um, is because with people that I support, I really like to make sure that I'm supporting a full, well-rounded person, artist, poet, whatever, um, because I feel like it reflects. Because um, I don't want to be... Um, giving these people money you know that's why i panic at the disco is my favorite band for like years and now i refuse to listen to his music because he's a pedophile um but the one thing about Nicki minaj i will say she did kind of queer bait and i'm not talking about someone discovering their sexual uh, sexuality or changing their label or figuring out that they're not whatever um but one time in an interview um I think a paparazzi or some sort of, I think it was someone who was like um, taking photos of her. So yeah, paparazzi, he had said like, oh, what's the most underrated or upcoming new like gay rapper or gay artist? And she was like, oh, like it's me. You don't need a new one. Um, And she's straight, which um, 
I just, you it just, you can't do that. Um, but listen, I'm giving her the benefit of the doubt. She's such a powerful woman and it was years ago. So at this point, it's just kind of like, what are you going to do? I still support her. Um, but yeah, I'm a Barb and my mom's a Barb. My mom loves listening to Nicki Minaj. Oh my God, guys, it's so funny. Every time I'm in the car and I get aux because I always have aux because I have immaculate music taste. Um, my mom's always like, play that one rapper. And my mom mixed up Eminem and Kendrick Lamar. Bitch how? Eminem is white. Kendrick is not. And they rap about mm, very different things. Very different things. Um, but it's, you know, I just, with my mom, live, laugh, love. Live, laugh, love. Um, that's all I have to say about that. But I'm, I'm my own person. You know, I, I do my own thing. I deal with my own shit. And for 15 years, it's been working. So I'm kind of living. Oh, sorry. I think I just heard a door close. I don't know. Um, going, uh, going back a few steps, like a few minutes, like 10 minutes ago or so, um, with the whole social cues thing, I actually wanted to bring up a topic that I don't really hear about much. Um, and it's actually neurodivergency in females. Um, or, um, well, females, yes, and also specifically AFABs too. Because again, you can be like um, AFAB and uh, a different gender, like non-binary or, non-binary or binary trans, which just means female, uh, female to male. And I think, one, let's start off with the elephant in the room. Modern media has no goddamn representation. And it is so fucking bad. And the inaccuracy for the little bit of representation um, any minority gets, whether it's um, the neurodivergent community, the disabled community, the queer community, even um, uh, stereotypes for um, Jewish people, the fact that they always need to be uh, frugal um, and things like that. It's so inaccurate and it really, it really does piss me off. But I've noticed a lot on social media that um, a female will talk about her story and what she's dealt with as a neurodivergent person in our current society and female and they always talk about how long it took for them to get diagnosed and I believe I'm not completely sure but I believe it's harder to diagnose females for whatever reason so I understand that but also I think it kind of goes along with the fact that people kind of don't think that girls can be autistic which is not it's not correct it's not accurate like what and then also the females who are neurodivergent or autistic or have asperger's like whatever their occurrences are 
downplayed for for what reason? Absolutely none. And it's super upsetting because if people want to be educated on this, then they need to hear them, you know, and I'm I'm not in um, autistic AFAB, um, but I'm also not talking about their personal experiences. I'm just talking about like um, generally how it's perceived. I would never talk about um, like someone else's experience or anything. So uh, don't take this insensitive, but it also is a social issue. Um, and it's, it's so true. And sometimes neurodivergent women or AFABs will come off as rude or, um, oh, I can't think of the word. Oh, just like bitchy. Um, but it really isn't them being bitchy. It's just the fact that they struggle with social cues, you know? Okay. So there is, I've been filming for 29 minutes. So this is segment one. I am going to keep recording because I have more to talk about and more to say. So yeah. Okay. Second um, segment is started. Yay. Um, I just had to hit record and now I'm so thankful that I can record for 30 minute increments. Also guys, I'm going to be shifting my posture and moving my computer. So if there's a slight change in audio, that's why it's not going to be like permanently, but I'm just changing it and I don't think it changed anything. So there's absolutely no reason for me to tell you that. So great. Okay. Um, I'm going to pull up my notes app. Oh my God. So in my notes, when I was writing about things that I wanted to talk about, one of them is putting batteries in smoke alarms. Okay. Okay. Let's, let's, let's really dive deep y'all. Let's, let's dive deep. Normalize not having batteries in your smoke alarm. I said it. I said it. I have a smoke alarm. And it beeps. I am one of the people that when you come to my house every like hour or so, my smoke alarm beeps. And it's annoying. But you know what? Nobody's perfect. I am perfect. But nobody is perfect. And I'm never going to change them. I'm never going to change them. Every few years, my mom will have someone come in and change them because, uh, hmm. So I was taking a sip of water because we can't change them. I don't know how to do that. How do you do that? Am I supposed to what? Get a ladder? No, thanks. No, thanks. Like I take hot showers anyway. I'm kidding. Um, all in all though, uh, make sure you guys do actually genuinely have a smoke alarm. Ours still works, but I hate changing the batteries. It really is annoying. And and when it beeps, you just get used to it. And everybody knows exactly what I'm talking about. The beep. Was that a good sound effect? Beep. Beep. No. Okay, I'll, I'll stop. I'll stop. Um, yeah, okay. What else do I have on my list? Um, sorry. Guys, I should do, like, covers on here, like, 
Sorry, I didn't kiss you. Actually, you know what? I think it, the time is for me to do. I'm gonna get some jazz music on. And I think I'm gonna do a segment where I analyze music lyrics. So, so we got the jazz. Ooh, that sounds nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. The first song that I will be analyzing is Nobody by Metscape. Okay. Call me local for liking this song. And you know what? It deserves the hype, guys. Oh my god, it's so good. It's so good. Um, Mitski is such a powerful song lyricist because she's a queer. Oh, oh my god, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Um, she's a um a woman of color in the music industry. I don't believe she's queer. That was a uh, mix of words. My apologies. And she just gets things across so beautifully and eloquently i'm really really fucking with this jazz music Mm -hmm. um and the first song that i heard from her was nobody um because i put it on my playlist i think a year ago and i loved it but i didn't get into her as an artist because i just didn't And then I saw Mitski do a genius interview where she talks about the lyrics. And I was like, oh my god. This bitch is on some geniusness. So go listen to it. It's a great song, Nobody by Mitski. Obviously, everybody's heard it. But what I really wanted to talk about was her um, repetition. So I personally love writing. I have written poetry, novels, well, a novel that's currently in the working. I don't know. I am full of surprises, full of surprises. I've written like realistic fiction, science fiction, normal fiction, diary-esque things. I'm just like, I love writing. Uh, I'm really just into anything creative and expressing whatever goes on in my head. And the way that she uses repetition as a way to get her point across, but also as a way to get multiple points across. And I just found it so unique because usually when people are talking about things that they've gone through or their hot takes or something, they use very descriptive words. But the way that she uses repetition to get these points across really just showed someone who likes songs for lyrics and beats not really much anything else which I guess there isn't much anything else but I listen I will listen to people who can't sing um it's just I love it okay so okay so obviously the chorus is nobody nobody blah 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 and when you are hearing it I feel like you can put yourself in her shoes And you can imagine exactly what she's saying and these types of nobodies. It's this repetition that makes you think like not just one lack of person, but this almost vague 
void of emptiness. And after the, I believe it's the second or third verse, she has this repetition with such simple lyrics. It's, I've been big and small and big and small. And those words, if they were used by a, let's say a fourth grader in a poetry, that fourth grader definitely would get criticized for lack of adjectives. But here is a grown woman using it. And I've been big and small, genuinely just representing this body image. And I think it's so, it's so, so interesting how she's talking about, personally, I think body image is a big issue and a big thing that everybody deals with. And she's using such simple words to get her point across, but also simple enough to the point where you're kind of like, what is she talking about? What is she talking about? Because it's almost a little too vague. And this song keeps you on the edge of your feet. So, yeah. Um, oh, also, lastly, and then I'll stop talking about Mitski, uh, which I could, I don't think I ever should stop. But at the very, very end of the song, the word no is held out. And it's really to show emphasis Um and I think a lot of the times, and I think Mitski also kind of understood this too. When you say, no one likes me, or I feel so alone, people are like, haha, like me too. And it really shies away from the fact that this is such a real devastating thing to feel, where you feel like nobody can help you nobody can bring you out nobody can show you that it's gonna be okay or in this case nobody is ever going to love you and you are always going to be alone even though you're smart enough to understand and comprehend that the situation that you're currently in is temporary and when you hold out that no at the end of the song I feel like it's this last glimpse showing the listener or I guess technically in this case a reader because I'm reading the lyrics I know well cancel me I'm reading the lyrics god forbid but it really is just showing you a last glimpse of like no this is an actual problem and I I love it I love it so much I don't really listen to sad music because it makes me sad ironic isn't it yet totally ironic okay let's turn this jazz off let's get my tunes back on because now i feel like i'm like sitting in a little jazz club with like a little mason jar at the tip of my piano saying hello okay if you guys hello and welcome to my jazz concert if anybody 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 would like to give me a tip. It would be greatly appreciated. I do have rent to pay. And this bar does not pay me enough mm -hmm, to get hit on by rich white old men. So please put a little bread in my jar. Thank you very much. Have a good night, y'all. Um, What was I saying? Why did I... St oh, jazz. Like, I was talking about changing my music back from jazz music to my playlist. And I started talking about... Ooh, we got some Steve Lacey guys being in a bar. What? You know what? I amaze myself every day.
Um, oh my god, that reminded me of the lyrics to Piano Man. Funny story. Mm, it's not funny. When I was in eighth grade, like our grade's song was Piano Man. And you know what? We're, we're not going to speak his name. We know who I'm talking about. But the guy that I was interested, kind of, compat, and was obsessed with it. And I thought I was so cool because I listened to Billy Joel. And now looking back on it, I'm like, what were you doing? Why were, and I seeked so much validation. And it really only reflected my insecurities um but i'm super proud to say that i love myself which is a hard thing to do especially when you're um fluctuating in between masculine and feminine energy constantly and you kind of just need to let yourself feel the pain when you're experiencing it um but seriously guys also crystals and giving me something to look forward and believe in has helped me so much because although I'm like very confident in my physical appearance recently, I've been getting a little bit insecure again in, um, things relating to my personality. Um, and just having people that will validate that and then believing that these rocks are going to help you with that really does help also not to mention that it is positive energy because like what you put into the universe burp number three guys burp number three what you put into the universe really does come back to you um and if you don't like somebody and they did something so fucked up to you like and you send them bad energy then that's what they are going to get um, but it's also about if they deserve it or not, I believe. And there's so many religions that have super similar things with this, um, with Christianity, the fact that when you mess up, you need to repent and go to, what was it called? Um, confession. Oh my God. Hold on. White Ferrari's playing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, if anybody would like to stream the playlist that is currently playing in the background that I know you probably can't hear because Frank whispers, but it is called Sleep is for the Week by my spot on my, in my Spotify. Um, my Spotify is loose underscore spags. I just got a notification. You should go refund issued. Hmm, that's weird. I just got a refund issued back onto my card. Um, but you should go listen to my Spotify. I have great music taste. Uh, and if you want to hype me up, you should. Um, oh, but with crystals, it's not even just crystals. It's anything. If you tell yourself that this thing is going to help you with blank and you put the time in, to set that intention, guys, it is going to happen. And also, I think once you stop 
making room for um, negativity and toxicity in your life, you're going to be so much happier. Because if you believe that you deserve negativity and toxicity, um, then you are going to attract that. And I know people aren't going to want to hear that, but it's true. So in conclusion, somebody come change my smoke alarm batteries for me. Uh, If I'm sick on field days, it's obviously because I have contracted the swine flu and need immediate, immediate medical attention. Oh, the person who gave it to me is probably like a cis straight white guy whose name is like Dylan. And Dylan, Dylan has a lot of homework, but only does it when he procrastinates it at 8 p.m. He is on the football team, but also his guilty pleasure is soccer. So he's also on the soccer team and gets made fun of for it. The thing that he loves doing the most is eating Philly cheesesteaks and listening to Juice World. So that's definitely who would give me the swine flu. I think that's what I was talking about. Listen, okay, guys, it's 1222 in the morning. Um, I'm going to wrap it up. I'm going to say goodnight. Let's, you know what? You know what? We are going to put on Nobody by Mitski as a goodbye. Are you ready? Ooh. Did you guys watch Zoe 101? Let's, okay. I'm so lonely. Guys, it's like we're hanging out together. Sing it with me. I'm kidding. That's so cringy. Mm-hmm. Um, guys, thank you so, so much for listening to my podcast. Again, episode two, we are going strong. Hopefully nothing repeats itself. This will only be three clips, so it definitely should not. And I can't wait to upload it. Um, let me know your feedback. My Instagram is spags underscore zero four and three. And for my friends listening, please shoot me a text. FaceTime me, snap me. Tell me what you want me to talk about. Tell me your thoughts with it. Tell me everything. I want to hear what you have to say. Also, I think I might invite people over to do segments with me. I feel like that could be super fun. So, um, if anyone wants to be in it, let me know. Okay. This is the chorus, guys. Ready? Okay, guys. Thank you so much. I hope everyone has a lovely day or night or morning whenever you're listening to this. Um, You're so loved, and I love you. As long as you're not a racist, then I don't love you, and I'm not sorry. Okay, goodbye.